Let's start right now, man. You're in Thailand. Uh, why are you in Thailand? Are you in training camp? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, ready. You know, uh, you know, again, there's that big fight, uh, that opportunity that I missed out on. Frankie got, uh, got that shot. Uh, but, you know, I'm staying ready. So if someone's injured, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to be, you know, so I'm going to be ringside anyway. So they're going to fly me over. I'll be on weight. Something happens, I'm filling in. So I'll, I'll go uh, take that belt earlier than, than planned if, if need be. And if I third later in the year, we'll make some serious money. Oh, so you will be uh, take side for the fight and you will weigh in the day before and go through the whole ceremony and everything for uh, for the fight? Yeah, we're there. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're still just uh, working on the visa. We'll get that sorted. And, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to them. So I'll tell them, like, you know, I'll, I'll literally make weight if they want. Get in there, get on scale, do whatever. Just, uh, you know, I'll just tell them. So if you want me to do that, go to that extreme. Maybe uh, throw me a couple of dollars to do it, and I'll be more than happy to do it. Definitely. Now, you know, since you might be there for the fight, I'm pretty sure ESPN might want you to sit at the desk and put on your analyst hat. You know, from an analyst perspective, break down this fight. You know, what do you see, and who do you see winning this matchup? Uh, yeah, man, this is a, this is going to be a, a good matchup. So a lot of people are riding a Frankie off. Um, you know, again, look, he is a, he hasn't fought so regularly lately. You know, whether he's fallen off, off the edge that much since his last one, and you know, again, he's not getting any younger. But if he's still competitive and still in, in good nick, mate, you know, this is a whole different challenge for, for, for Max. I still think he can create problems, um, you know, especially with the, the pace, you know, the pace that Max brings. I believe, uh, you know, Frankie can deal with that. Okay? Frankie doesn't have problems with a, a high-paced fight like that. He's been in many of them high-paced fights. Uh, life's been in the pocket. You know, when the going gets tough, he still he still gets going. Um, you know, and when Max really wants to pour it on, and where you know a lot of people struggle with that, I, I still think Frankie he has the takedowns to slow him down and keep uh, Max hesitant, and then he can deal with that sort of pace anyway. So again, this is a, a different matchup for for Max than what he's used to lately. Uh, so you know, I, I'm really looking forward to to seeing what happens with that. But again, no, I've been telling people if uh, Frankie's going to create problems for Max, I'm going to be a fucking nightmare for him. You sit there, you watch the fight cage side. You know, will you be lobbying to fight the winner, you know, real quick at USC, two, uh, what is it, 243 in October? Yeah, man, if they're happy to turn around that quick, I'd love that. And USC said that would be ideal as well. They said they would love to, you know, if they could do that, get a quick turnaround, that's just that's perfect for them. They would absolutely love that. But, you know, obviously that's up to the fighters, how they're going to pull up after the fight. We don't know. So we'll check it out. But, you know... We'll just yeah again we're just gonna have to wait and see with that but I'll be happy to do that and even if I do say someone does get injured and I, I fill in and I take that belt I'll back it up straight away and then fight on that card as well so I get two title fights in a couple of months again that's uh, that's some real good money you know and I'm in this to make money for the family and no better way to do it than back to back title fights from a financial standpoint you know you said that you're here to make money and now it's time to make money for yourself. Who's more beneficial for you to fight from a financial standpoint for the title? Uh, Max Holloway, 100%. Uh, you know, again, I like them both. You know, they've both done great things for the sport. So, who knows, um, you know, like who, who, who wins? Like, I'm, I'm not too fussed. I'm happy. I'll be happy for both of them. But at the same time, for me, personally, I would rather, in a selfish sort of way, would rather Max 
win, just so, uh, you know, that's a bigger fight for me. You know, again, you take out Max, then, you know, as I've been saying for a while, look at him, as I've been saying for a while, you know, you take out Chad Mendes, Aldo, and then Max Holloway, you're one of the you're one of the best the best to ever do it in the featherweight division yourself. So you know what I mean. It's just for the legacy and again for to build my brand and my name. Taking out Max right now is just absolutely huge. So getting the getting a win after off uh, Frankie and then take him out. He's back in the winning circle. People are talking about. People are trying to say he's invincible again. I'll take him out. Silence everyone else. And then again, I, I'm right up there. But uh, you know. Uh, like that's probably another another thing that you could talk about. Obviously, a lot of people were saying how, you know, Max was invincible. And then, obviously, people saw the poor air fight. And, uh, you know, I always knew that he wasn't. I always knew it was a bad matchup. I always knew that, you know, it just depends on styles make fights. And, you know, he hasn't had anyone that can sort of deal with that pressure and, you know, and take that damage and, and not crumble under the under the pressure. And, you know, Poirier didn't really do it. I still thought he was slowing down. And he still got he still got the job done. But, um, you know, again, stylistically for me, I ain't going to slow down. And, you know, and again, he, he's going to do a lot of the work for me. And I'm going to be dangerous while he's trying to pour it on. I'm going to be real dangerous. I'm going to have, you know, have him have serious problems for him. You speak about legacy, you know, and you already beat Jose, Jose Aldo. And he's, a lot of people consider him the best ever to do it at Featherweight. And a lot of people argue that Max Holloway has, he's, he's the guy that has, you know, that has done the best at the featherweight division. Nobody has mentioned you as being the best ever at featherweight. Do you think if you beat Max Holloway, that puts you in there, that puts you at the top? Oh, yeah, you know, uh, we're definitely going to, you know, some people start to say, you, know, you probably have to get a couple of wins after that, but I mean, you know, especially taking out Max now, he's still in his prime, you know, but I mean, you know what this sport's like. Uh, if, if I take him out, then all of a sudden, oh yeah, he's uh, you know he's fallen off, you know he's, he's on the downhill now, and uh, yeah, if he was 40 minutes prime, blah, 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 people always you know, they just don't realise that styles make fights. Um, you know the, the the game does change, you know it's always getting evolved, and you know well Max is right up there as well, so that's why you've seen him give uh, Aldo problems, and I'm ahead of my game, you know I've I've evolved with, with the sport, and that's why you see me give um, Aldo a lot of problems. But, you know what I mean? And just, again, I'll, I'll go out there and do that. They'll make excuses. But, I mean, I'll, I'll take out, I'll defend that belt once I get it a few times. And then, again, yeah, I'll, you know, then people will be throwing my name out there as one of the best featherweights. So, you know, I'm not going to talk too much uh, crap about it now. But, mate, it's not too far away until people mm -hmm. are starting to say these sorts of things. Now, UFC 243, you know, it was supposed to head to Sydney on October 5th. But now it seems like they're heading to Melbourne. Do you like this decision, or was this, you know, no problem having that, you know, that UFC on that date in that city? Yeah, well, obviously you got the the grand final that day, uh, so that's, um, you know, I just don't know why they done that, but you know, I, I don't think it was ever going to work in Sydney. You know, they don't have a, a closed-in stadium. Um, Melbourne does have a big enough stadium that's closed in, and honestly, if you want to sell out a big stadium. Melbourne's a place to do it. It really is. You know, I'd love to fight in Sydney and, you know, I'm sure, yeah, Rob Whitaker would too. But if you want to sell out um, an arena, there's no better place to do it than Melbourne, especially uh, if the grand final is going to be on the same day. I think Melbourne's their best choice. Now, change the date would, changing the date would have been better. I think a couple of months later or a month later would have been better for me too. And then uh, we could have, <laughs> but in saying that, 
you know, we'll see what happens. I see that you've been working with uh, Frank Hickman and uh, Brad Riddell on with your striking. Yeah. How is it, you know, how important is it to have, you know, guys that you've been working with for many, many years now still in your corner helping you out? Yeah, it's unreal. You know, it really is. You know, you know, it's good that, yeah, again, yeah, as you were saying, Brad's uh, back here as well. But, um, you know, we're just, yeah, it's good. I'm getting still, even like, you know, we're still game planning for Frankie or, or Maxine or we're still, you know, when Brad's holding pads for me, we're still working a bit of a game. And then I'm getting heaps of working with uh, the Hickman bros, you know, George and, and Frank. I've been doing a lot of wrestling with Frank. Uh, and Brad's been jumping in as well. Uh, we've done a, a heap of rounds tonight. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been going good. It really is. It's good to be back. I can't stay too too long, unfortunately. I've got to get back home. But, mate, the, the time I spent here was unreal. Uh, I, level, I definitely leveled up, feeling really strong in that week. Like I said, I could build that strength back up. And, mate, I feel so much stronger than when I first came in. This beef between Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya, I know, you know, you, you're, you know, you know Robert, you know, you train with Israel a lot. What do you think of it? Do you think it's just blown out of proportion or is there some animosity in there? Uh, I reckon there would be. There's always going to be a little bit, but whether they're, they're running with it as well at the same time, um, even if they were just running with it or they're just, oh, yeah, let's hype it up, you're still going to get annoyed when people start saying stuff. So I reckon there's still a bit of a truth behind it. Um, but we'll see. You know, we We'll, we'll see once they're face to face. We'll really see, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I reckon. I reckon now. Yeah, I reckon uh, I can see them both getting a little annoyed with things that are being said. Um, I haven't been uh, seeing too much of it right now, so I don't know exactly what's been happening lately with it. But um, from what you're saying, or like from what I'm getting from you, it sounds like they must be heating up. But yeah, I haven't paid much attention. Oh, I better look into that. I want to look into that. But I'm a, I'm staying in the middle, mate. I'm just gonna enjoy that fight. Watch it. As a fan, you know what I mean? You've got two of the best in the middleweight division going at it. Very, very high level. Um, it's going to be a cracker of a fight. I can't wait to watch it. And I want to be on that card too. Alex, you mentioned, you know, people getting annoyed. You know, it seems like you don't really get annoyed too easily. I'm pretty sure you've, you've heard something or you see something about you from other fighters that it was annoying. Can you give me something that has annoyed you before in the past? That has annoyed me in the past. Man, I don't know, like, again, man, like, even if something annoys me at a time, like, you know, I could be annoyed, but, I mean, within five minutes, I'm over it. You get, you know, I could be over, like, something could happen at a weigh-in, and I can get angry. As soon as I hit pads with my coaches straight after it, I completely forget about it. I'm focused 100% on that. As soon as I get in the cage, he's just another body. He's not that person. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain. Like, that's what I've been trying to tell people, even before my last fight with Aldo. A lot of people are like, how are you going to do with fighting him? home crowd, it's Aldo. I'm going, man, I'm really good in these situations. You know what I mean? Like, the crowd's going to be crazy. I'm going to hear him. I actually loved it. I enjoyed the whole room bomb by air. I loved all that. But, um, you know, as soon as I went, went in there, I was back to my normal self, um, thinking about what needs to be done. You know, I'm just in my own little sort of world. And as soon as they come in, he's just another body that's in front of me. I'm not looking at him like, oh, shit, that's Aldo. I look at him like, all right, I need to do this, I need to do that. You know, I've got a job to do, and I'm completely focused on that, you get what I mean? So it's really good. I'm really good in these situations. So if I had anyone that wanted to, you know, try and, you know, say even a Conor McGregor that started doing his trash talking, man, I'd laugh. You know, I'd probably probably have a laugh, and, you know, I'd probably say some things back. But within 
two minutes after it, I'm completely over it. So I would not be pleased with these situations. And you see it in my fight. You even see, again, like a, you see me in Aldo uh, in, at his home crowd, like they were going nuts. And I was like soaking it up, you know, I was having a good laugh. And then as soon as I went to catch, completely forgot about it. Yeah. Well, you see Connor sometimes, you know, throwing little jabs at people online, talking about he might go back down to 145. Do you see that fight? Do you see a fight that could, you know, do you like that fight? You know, if he comes back down to 145, you're holding the title. You know, the UFC might give him that fight. Oh, mate, I would love that. Again, money, 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 money. And, um, and I know his game. You know what I mean? I, I'd be, I, I'd, I'd be throwing a complete different sort of, uh, problems that he's never dealt with as well. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty bad matchup for him as well. So I'm not the type that's just, going to come in and him catch me. You get what I mean? So I'm going to be a lot harder for him to draw me in like that. And then he's got my wrestling to worry. Then my, You know what I mean? And once I get him going in my rhythm, then I'm putting my pressure. Then he's worried about everything. I'm a, I'm, I believe I'm, I'm a similar style to Khabib when it comes to the ground and stuff like that. But I believe I've got a whole other higher level of striking. But, I mean, that, that would be some serious money. I'd love that. <laughs> All right, Alex, man. It's always good talking to you. I appreciate the time, and uh, enjoy the rest of your trip in Thailand. No worries at all. Thanks for having me, champ. And sorry about I don't know if you could hear the boys in the background. They're just a bunch of tosses, mate. They're listening on the line.